0: Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever you are listening to this. If you're listening to this and you have to be, um, just happen to have a birthday on 310, uh, I want to know that you today are a very special and anointed, powerful individual. Um, today, uh, I just want to acknowledge anyone who might be listening to this on 310 and has a birthday on 310, that you are a special, anointed, and powerful person. Uh, and I know for me, my mom's birthday is actually on 310, so I want to acknowledge her birthday, not her birthday year, <laughs> she might like a little embarrassed, but 310 as being a special moment. And just let her know today how powerful she is, how anointed she is, and just how wonderful she is. Um as me and my um, my favorite women are doing this interview today. And I hope that all my listeners who get a chance to listen in. will um, come back and maybe give me some feedback on this, but also give my mom some birthday shout outs as well. This is a special day, not just because she was born on 310, but it's a special day for me just because um, I was allowed to be in her presence during this day. So many things could have taken my mom away from me, from breast cancer, from certain other diagnosals, um, but I am blessed for each moment that I'm allowed to spend my mom my time with my mom and allows me to come back and empower and inspire you all as well with dynamic women of God who um, are able to love on us and fill our cups up. So I wanted to just acknowledge that point today because if it wasn't for my mom, we would not have a podcast. So uh, just laugh with me in these moments and embrace. And again, if your birthday is on 310, embrace yourself with a big hug and know that today is a powerful special annoy today because that's who you are. Love you listeners and hope you're having a good And thank you for tuning in to Purposely Plan Podcast. Today I am we are talking on the Queens the Queen podcast. I have one of my favorite queens I am just honored to have her as my guest today and this is Dr. Honey oh honey Juanita and I love that name Juanita girl honey Juanita (laughs) Mercer I love her so much and I can't wait for us to join you know just let her let us let her her tell her story about who she is and what has got her on this journey her ministry and she has a book y'all (laughs) when I tell you this book you know I can't lie. When this book is going to touch your soul and your heart and open up some things that you may have not even known that you need to be opened up, you are really going to enjoy it. But I want before we start off, you know, I always start everything off in prayer. And I just want you to bow your head, whoever is on right now, whoever's listening, just bow your head with me and just open your heart, clear your mind right now. Some things people have going through so much. They're going through so much in a time that we need answers from God, but you have to be still. God, oh Lord, be yes. with us right now. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you Lord for anyone who is joining in right now. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you Father for them just coming and being able to be a part of this time, listening to this podcast. Hopefully, that's the hope of this Father, that they come in Father, that they will always leave better than what they came in to this, and they will be inspired, empowered, and just touched by something that we say today. Be with whoever is listening. Let them come in, but well, they may come in broken. Let them get some messages right now that they may feel their cup up to be whole, Father. At my point of everything tonight, Father, is to know about what wholeness is as a woman and how we can develop that, Father, better. Be with us on this night. Let us be touched. Let us be filled with you and only for you and knowing that we are going in your purpose. Be with us, Lord, in your name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And we're going to jump into this book, honey. <laughs> and amen. first of all, I'm going to tell you how mad I am about you. We're just going to keep it real, raw right now. How upset I am that you didn't write this book about 12 or 13 years ago before I got... <laughs> <laughs> Before I got married, I'm like, (laughs) how much what I had needed this book yes. um, before me and my wonderful husband got married, uh, and, and I love my husband, but I would have enjoyed to see this book at that time of my life. Because I'll be honest, I always keep it real with my listeners. They know me when I talk about Carl. That you know anybody who's listening know I have a son on the autism spectrum. We have had a journey. You know everything about our marriage has only built us and made us stronger. When I say iron sharpens iron. <laughs> Iron sharpening iron, people always say that with cute scripture, like, iron scrub is iron. Iron sharpening iron is not a comfortable situation, people. When it's a people situation, you're sharpening okay. yourself, honey. <laughs> you are learning from me and him and learning since high school on how to sharpen one another. And that is not an easy journey, but it has been a journey. We have loved each other, we're still loving each other. We are Yay. still together So Jenkins used to stay on the and Praise the us but, uh, but I want to just jump in more, learning more about you. Uh, I first want to know, just, just tell me a little about you. I know you as my wonderful cousin, so, but I want to know about the doctor. I want to know more about you as that empower, that minister, that wonderful woman of God.
1: Oh, gosh, where do I begin? <laughs> um, you know, uh, who am I? I Gosh, that is a that is a, a really deep question. It really is. That's not something you can just kind of jump into because um, even as I do this accountability series that I'm in right now, I'm thinking about, hmm. you know, more and more about who am I and how I represent myself um, and making sure that I'm making God look good, right? Amen. Um, so... I guess for me, that's certainly my heart, but I am an educator. I actually, let me let me put it like I have it on my bio, on my, on my social media, I'm an ace. You Ooh. know, an ace is an expert, right? Ooh. Someone who's professional, who really goes with it, with, you know, with excellence. And I consider myself that person. Um, to everything I do to do it in excellence, because that's what God serves. I am his yeah. child and I shouldn't give anything less than that. I am not called to mediocre, right? I'm called to excellence. And um, so ACE, author, consultant, educator. Um, Author with my debut book, The Man You Need to Marry. Um, I also do leadership and education consulting. Yes, I was like, I actually have my books packed up. I was like, Mom, I need one of my books real quick. so, also doing leadership and education consultants, where I really am Christ-centered, and so whether it's going into universities or businesses, you know, to really just bring the focus back where it should be, and helping people learn to apply um, biblical principles, which is our everyday life. It's not just right. the Bible. It's not just religion. It's who we are, right? Exactly. Um, into every part of our life, and then as a um, educator gosh i've got i think now 15 years of experience in education and um, i've served from everything from a a teacher to a counselor to gosh a tutor i think i was a tutor when i first started out Um, but currently i am a university professor Um, i'm an instructor at the chinese academy of social sciences in beijing And I've actually been teaching in China the last four years. Actually, I'm ending my fourth year um, this summer. So that's exciting. Um, I lived in Beijing prior to the pandemic. I came home to visit my family and have been here ever since. But I still teach online, graduate and doctoral students, um, where I teach them in English. I'm a foreign teacher, if you will, teaching in English. But I teach them academic, reading and writing uh, with a focus and quantitative statistics. So that's you know who I am and you know. I love how you said that you're so humble.
0: That's just who I am. But Yeah, that's just who I honey,
1: am.
0: Honey, that is a lot. That is a lot of hats. Is and you it? balance them yes, <laughs> and you balance them all so well. Um, do I? Yeah, I believe you do. At
1: least on outside appearance well, you, I believe. Well you know what? I'm here smiling. That's
0: it. That's right? shirt. I'm here smiling. I'm
1: here. I am here. Smiling. I'm <laughs> present and I am smiling. So you know what? If if that isn't evidence of God's hand and grace on my life in the midst of everything, yes. hey, I don't know what it is, right?
0: I mean, that's that's a huge thing, just to say right there. I'm thinking even about why we're here. Like I said about the queen, the whole queen. And you're talking about being, I'm talking about all those hats that you're carrying, but you have to be a whole woman to carry those hats especially in ministry and i think about even your book like i think about you know the queen and you know i always talk about what is a queen a queen but I, even in your book you just defined my queen for me you said she is a healed woman she is a absolved woman She is a woman that has a she can allow her past to bring her purpose she is a forgiving woman she is a liberated woman i mean she's not afraid to tell the truth and, you know, sometimes we get caught up on that. People want to lie, they want to tell these things, they want to say that, they want to make truth appear. Oh yeah, baby, God told me, God did not tell you to tell that. God you know.
1: is ha- listen
0: because <laughs> She is strong enough to submit. We,
1: we jumped right in on that, right? <laughs>
0: And she is appreciative. She's strong enough to submit and appreciative. But yes, I mean, those are the definitions of a true queen. But I am I'm loving all these definitions because they make the woman, the woman that you're talking about, the man that you're speaking about as well, um, they they bring that to fruition. You can see those two pieces together. Because in Genesis, God said, man should not be alone. But he didn't ever say man shouldn't be single. Single is a blessing yes you are able to define yourself in your single being. people don't yes. realize single is a blessing oh and i got married early oh that's great you know it was a but- blessing i found my my um, think my love uh and i believe that i believe it yeah. the whole part but singleness is a blessing it allows you to find and and know yourself that you can you know i can't say you can never fix your broken areas on person do that, it's not. but yeah. you can know your broken areas you can kind of uh, and fix you know what you know
1: about yes. yourself yes and that was the focus of that book was really speaking to the woman's brokenness and insecurities in regards to relationships and marriage um, because there are things we don't talk about, right? We are all we're all dealing with issues. Every single one of exactly. us. We are a hot mess, right? <laughs> and it's like it's like finding that person who's anointed to deal with your hot mess. And um and knowing that the experiences that he's had, um, you know, the faith that he's built in God is like specifically fashioned. For you, right? And so um, this devotional was really, you know, focused on helping women to grow in their relationship with God, to really understand who Jesus was, right? Because what I wanted them to see was that it's not about finding the perfect man, right? Because all of these women who encountered Jesus or who who the women, like there was one woman who he had served, men were all around them. But Jesus was the only one who stepped up, mm. right? And that's the thing, like no matter the great man God sends into your life, you know, who you marry, there's still gonna be a void that only God can fill. you know? And so it's not focusing on the, the perfection of the man, but it's like, it's looking for the anointing of the man. Oh, no, man. On the
0: anointing of the man. For me,
1: for Come me on. and my issues because That's how Jesus loves the church. And as Christians, we're supposed to like have and desire a marriage that resembles Jesus' love for the church. And that is a covenant love. And the thing is, we're not deserving of covenant love despite our issues, we're deserving because of them. What 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 would unconditional love, what would covenant love that cannot be broken look like if you were perfect, right? what good would it be if we were perfect? But it's, it's it's meeting and knowing that person can stand by you through through the rough times, through the issues. And I, I don't think um, we talk enough about those things in this generation. So for that, that was really the heart of that book because for me, I prayed to God and I said, God, what should I be looking for in mm-hmm. a husband? And I wrote this while in a relationship. I'm not in that relationship anymore, you know, and not to say that, um, things might not change with that, but in reading this book and at first having to bless my heart, it was like, I know that this is not the man I need to marry Mm -hmm. right now. Right. Um, and so I think it's important to kind of have those moments and then also to say, am I the woman? he needs to marry that's so true because that's That's why i have those journaling prompts in there too because it's like as women we can't just be set on oh i need him to be this for me and i need him to do this for me what what are you willing to do for him who are you willing to be for him and as i read your
0: book it's something that i just start to think about as if we were advertising ourselves and if we were advertising and we're saying, this is what I have to bring to the table. I am this, I am that. How would you actually equate to someone else? You know, I am a woman and I need this, and I need that, and I need this. And, and I think about in marriage, that's almost how you have to present yourself. It's not about I can be, and you can be this for me. It's what I can bring to the table Yes. For us. What yes. are you? So you, when you're finding someone, you're seeking someone, like you just said before, like you were in a relationship, it didn't go as you know as we thought or what we thinking and what is that what is a thought our thoughts are not his thoughts during my you know only God knows the plans for us but in the in the long term of everything if you're actually looking for someone to bless you and be a part of your life you can't just rush into anything you have to be ready for the person when you, and I think about even just certain people that I look up to. Um, I, I know Sarah J S. Roberts I always talk about her husband and different things and how she was so not ready for him years before him, but she was ready right at the time when they met. Um. But I think about that, it, it relates to just this book, <laughs> because if you're broken, and you're bringing brokenness into your, into your marriage or whatever relationship. I didn't even lose this book in a friendship. You can really yes. use this book in whatever relationship that you're going into. I can even see this being used in jobs and different things too. <laughs> man your coworkers, if you can't get along with them in relationships, that's true. Guess what's not going guess what your work life is gonna look like? Your house life, you know, whatever part of relationships that you're in, I believe this book can touch someone's soul. But for me, I really can see that this is the advertisement of someone's, you know, this is what I have to bring to the table of my brokenness. And I know I'm broken, and I know what I'm doing to to, to elevate my Yay. brokenness and fix it and bring it into something that's whole to elevate myself. And because even with myself, I can, like I said, I can be real and be raw. When I first got married, I expected Carl to bring me joy. <laughs> How fast was I disappointed? <laughs> Oh, you Lord. cannot expect anyone
1: to bring you joy <laughs> anyone yeah. but be one yes that's it that's true. that's true because you'll always be bankrupt you will always. And, and that's why it's so important you know in, in my bible studies these last few weeks it's really been focused on making sure that your faith is in God alone That your confidence is not in you, but in God alone. Yes. Right? That your joy, like you're talking about, is in God alone. Because anything you put in you or someone else, they're responsible for, they have the burden of sustaining it. Right? I can't sustain it. Your husband couldn't have sustained it, but God can. God is the sustainer right so as long if you've been misplaced these emotions and things that you need and and put it in yourself or put it in other people or god forbid put it in things right then who's gonna sustain it mm,
0: come on now that's a word that and is who's a word. gonna sustain it so he is the only one that can sustain it he's the it. only one And we know he is the only one that can sustain. And just for a quick moment, we're going to just take a quick break and listen to one of our ads from our sponsors. And uh, just want you to know a little bit about this sponsor as well. So um, listen in for this ad, but please return for part two. It is just getting started and it is so good, y'all. And just stepping into this too, in a generation where women are, I, I don't want to say it like this, but we're more educated than men. Um, we're starting uh-huh. out own businesses. We're stepping into some of the male-like dominated spaces. Uh-huh. How would you kind of let that man know? But now we have to let the man know. Because women, we can talk to women, to women, but what would you say to the man that is, you know, trying to find his queen? And he's trying to find the woman, that I guess, and, you know, defined early with all those characteristics. But she might be, you know, here. How would you talk to him in regards to your book? (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) Oh, I got a lot of thoughts running through my head. Give me a minute so I can feel for them. Give me just a second. I would say that's probably going to be the scenario, right? That's the reality. Mm -hmm. And not to be intimidated by that. Um, But also realize that Regardless of all of her accolades She's still a woman Who desires to be loved Right Um, Women aren't afraid to Be in relationships with men Who don't have the same accolades To a fault (laughs) Trust me we could do better We could do better with that But typically to a fault We have no issues with that but the issue comes where um, I would say to that man, don't don't get beside yourself, and realizing that she's with you for a reason, right? She's with you for a reason. If she if she um, loves you, she you know, and is in that relationship, she's in it for a reason. And don't take her for granted. Mm-hmm. Like keep working, keep working at that relationship right keep being there for her be nurturing be caring that's what powerful women are looking for we don't we don't get it in the workplace but we want it at home yes we want it at home just be there right be present and ask her what her love language is and love her like that
0: don't,
1: don't, don't just give her what you wanna give her. We're women who take charge. We know even I always say this. I'm 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 getting better and better at knowing what I don't want mm. than what I do want. Ooh, I'm yes. not the person, I'm not gonna lie and say, I know what I want. No, I don't. Girl, <laughs> life shows me I don't. Okay. However, I'm getting better and better at knowing what I don't want, yes. right? Which is just as good, and so for me, you know, it's in, it, that's what that's what you want that man to know is that listen, love me the way I need to be loved, and if you can't do that, please move out of the way for someone. Okay. who can, because you know, TDJ. I just saw a video that TDJ's did talking about girl pint people and gallon people. Girl, uh, I was like. Man, you're gonna make me me run around this house. Because he was saying that, you know, they're pint people and that's their capacity. It's not they can handle, Right? And then there's gallon people and that's their capacity. I'm a gallon person, right? And I've had to come to to understand that in past relationships, it wasn't that men didn't love me with all they had. It just, that was their capacity and mine is just so much bigger. And that's okay. And like I was sharing with a friend, who was saying, you know, a guy wasn't really what she was looking for, but mm. you know, he's a good guy. I said he should be. That's the—that's not a standard, honey. What? What do we start thinking? A good guy is a standard. He's <laughs> be. He treats me so good. He should. Who goes around like trashing people? I'm saying people do, but that shouldn't be a highlight.
0: Yeah
1: being treated well being respected that is a that is a basic <laughs> standard that is not a reason for me to stay in a relationship with you okay that is just being a decent human being <laughs> <laughs> but i told her i said listen if he is not your answered prayer let him go to be with the woman who says he's exactly what i prayed for
0: mm.
1: Because she was like, oh, poor guy. I said, uh-uh, he's only a poor guy if you keep him. You keep him. If you stay with him and you block his blessing. Mm. Because no one deserves to be the one who settled for. Nobody. And then that's why as women, we also have to be honest with ourselves and say, can Ooh. I love this man the way he deserves to be loved? Exactly. And if I can't, I have, I have the the obligation to move out of move the way. Move aside,
0: move aside. I love how you aside. said that.
1: because be let be with the one who pray for you. And it is, there is so many
0: people praying for that man that's not making you happy that, that boyfriend that's sitting up there on the shelf and you just dust them off every now and then <laughs> you just know why you for whatever reason right. uh, you dust them off right. so you, just, you should not like you said stop settling for less why are we settling for less in life it doesn't yes. make sense to me or or,
1: yes and also knowing too you know timing like you talked about timing timing is everything right sometimes it's just not a good time maybe it's just not a good time to love maybe to give to give or should i say to work at love the way you have to exactly right because love just doesn't happen whoever thinks that i'm sorry you're wrong Love takes work. It takes that, demonstration. It takes planning. You know, it I got a joke to joke about everything. I'm
0: just like, I love one song, and I believe that it should go into everybody's marriage. And somebody said, "What what song was that? Is it gonna be this song? Is it gonna be something? You know, Mary Marys?" I said, "No, it's a secular song. It is a secular song. It's old school. It's Tina Turner. What does love have to, do to do with it?" And because I mean, people always use that beautiful word love, and they tune it around. Love is is what God defined it, you know, in, in the Bible. It's nothing that you could even agape love takes decades to even get there. Agape, this is it. Agape love actually takes decades, and sometimes some people still can't figure it out. Me and Carl just yeah. touching the roots of what agape love was.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? And truth be told, people aren't willing to go through what it takes to get there. Oh man. Because it goes back to the fact that what makes love so beautiful isn't perfection.
0: Let's mm, know,
1: Right? You won't know the extent of your love and your marriage until y'all been to hell and back. Until you've forgiven what you thought would be unforgivable. Until you've moved past what you thought was unpassable. Ooh. That is when you'll know the, the extent, right? Of the love in your marriage, but, yeah. but who's how many people are willing to go there? It's like God. It's like that song when um, Tasha Tasha calls says, "God make me your miracle," and people just like make me a miracle. <laughs> and then the moment you get a report that you're sick, it's like <gasps> it's,
0: it's, it's like. But wait a
1: minute! Right. I thought you said you wanted to be a miracle. How do you mm. think you get? Be- how do you think you become a miracle? Your situation has to be gone What you you or anybody else can do. You're not supposed to have
0: me up here shouting and crying. You better be quiet. You better be quiet. So if you're saying,
1: God, make me your miracle, let me tell you. God was was ministering to me through, um, oh God, Isaiah. Isaiah 41, I believe. Oh gosh, if I'm wrong, please don't be like, oh, she don't even read her Bible. Please. (laughs) It's not like that. Um, I think it's Isaiah 41. (laughs) But, at the at the I think it's like verses down 20 or so where he says people were hungry, but there was no harvest, right? Like people were thirsty and, and it was there was no substance or something like that. And then and this and then it says, and then the Lord. And I said, God, you're speaking to my very situation even now and and you gave me this word weeks ago <laughs> and what God was telling me in that passage was that you will sometimes have to get to your last mm. you will sometimes have to get to the point of no return you will sometimes have to get to the point where there is no harvest no river it's only drought And then I'm going to show up because it is only then will I get the glory for, for, for the miracle that I'm doing in your life. And that's where I was like a week ago where I was just like, God, there's nothing, there's nothing left here. (laughs) Like I was just like, all these reports I'm getting, there is nothing left. And he said, and then, and then that's when I'll show up. And then that's when I'll step in, you know? And then this is where I show my power in your life. And he did, he is, and he will continue to do so. So, you know, our willingness to go to that place, right? Is born out of our love for God. I like, I posted the other day, I was like, if you don't love God, you won't make it. You're not. Because it's not, it's past belief, it's past (gasps) reading the Bible, it's past all that 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 helps is it's an addition to but oh if you god. don't first love god with a sincere passion you won't make it because you're gonna make it life hits you and and it be like but god i love you so I, i'm gonna trust you that's but all we
0: have is just trust
1: some people don't and they're not honest with themselves and they don't love god
0: it sounds good at your mouth oh i love it until something happened michael todd actually did a, a wonderful love i am a very visual person and he did a um a thing not too long ago. I loved it. He said, What are you anchored to? And mm. he's sitting up here in that kiddie pool. You may have seen it when he was in that kiddie pool and he had that anchor. He's sitting up here trying to the visual of it of I him and just imagine this big old Michael T is a nice size man. I'm a plus size woman. He's a plus size man. He's sitting in this kitty pool and he drops his anchor and he says, Yes, you're, you're anchored to this. But what happens when you push out in the real river? In this real boat, and you getting into the real part of life. I'm telling you, are you huh. still gonna be anchored? What are you anchored in as a woman of God, as a queen, as as all these different components that go yes. into this? What are you still gonna be anchored in when you really get into your real boat and start moving? I'm sorry.
1: Are you right. going to fall
0: down like our favorite disciple or what? I mean, what's going to happen when we get in the water? What's going to happen? You're going to walk on water and then fall out because you can't see it anymore. I can't see. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's but true. I mean, it, it's like you said, it's all about what we, what our focus is, how close we are. And I believe the closer you are to the, the, the failure of to say, God, I just give up. The closer you are to the give up is the closer you are to the breakthrough. Yes. So that's the closer you are to the breakthrough, but uh, girl, <laughs> in life and marriage, I promise you, just have to have a signal. <laughs> <laughs> but you no, know, I, I know we're, we're getting closer to the to the you know just the wrapping up of what we're talking about. But I don't want I, I don't want people to miss out on just the authenticity of you, the real woman of you. Of I'm amazed by you being, you know, just who you are is my close. Know, personal, i call you my close personal friend and twin, mm-hmm. but, you know, just as a woman of God, as another woman to be able to express things to for anyone who is listening to this podcast, I really feel like they should be able to take something from this tonight or to whenever you listen to it today, tomorrow, whatever, but just to have that, that real feeling to know what are you anchored to? What are those characteristics that you should be looking for in the man that you're going to marry? What are the next characteristics mm-hmm. that I should have? have before I even approach someone yes. and talking about marriage. And sometimes you're talking about marriage, honey, you, you should really be taking three steps back just to have therapy, to work on your traumatic issues, whatever might yes. be going on in your life to make you whole. The whole point of everything is to, to help you step into wholeness. Think about that word wholeness.
1: Mm-hmm. I I would say too that um speaking about you know therapy and things like that those are great tools for you to learn how to communicate what you need very direct when it comes to what i need like i you know i'll 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 give you a minute to try to you know figure it out on your own but when i see you need something i'll be like listen i need one two three and This is how you can get, get. Give me one, two, three. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I have I've done the work yes. to know and how to communicate what it is that I need, and I think that's so important in relationships and in God too. Let me tell you. Oh no! And I've said this so many times lately, ministering to people, is that your breakthrough starts with your rawest prayer right you have to communicate to god what you need god is such a loving god that he's not going to cross you or or force himself past your boundaries right you have to invite him into your situation you have to invite him into your issues you have to invite him into your brokenness and and all the hot messiness in your life but when you confess that that right? That opens the door to, to comfort, to confront it. And when you confront it, God can correct it, but you have to confess it. You have to be raw. God is not intimidated by your truth. He's just not. And sometimes that prayer is God. I don't know why this is wrong. Mm -hmm. God, I don't trust you in this area. God, that, let me tell you, that's just me and God all day long. And that's why I have the faith I have because every doubt God has always shown up with a clear and specific answer every single time. That's why I trust him because over and over he's shown me that there's no truth or nothing I can confess from the deep place in my heart that he can't still love me past, you know? and help me through. And so it, it's, it's, I say that again, that's not just important in your personal relationships to be able to com- communicate what you need, but in your relationship with God, yes. you don't need everybody and the mom and them all cooking <laughs> them praying for you. Let me tell you, you don't need all them praying for you, okay? What you first really need is a confession to God in your brokenness. It, yes. it starts with that desire to seek Him and to say, I'm wrong. Or even, oh God, I don't believe I'm wrong. Show me, show me, show me how I'm wrong in this area. Show me why this is your commandment, Father. Show me why it is that you you don't want us doing this. You have to do that. You have to do that. You have to be willing to say, God, help me understand your heart regarding this situation. Right. Um, because I'm telling you, I I think people, I think one thing we failed to do, um, is to really help people develop that personal relationship Hmm. with God and to seek him for himself. Many, too many people are hiding behind the local church. And we saw that in the pandemic. It's like, oh, how how, how soon can I hurry up and get back to a p- place where other people are praying? Mm. How soon can I hurry up and get back to a place where other people are singing, where other people are, are the ones worshiping, the, that they're the one reading the word to me instead of me doing it for myself. So, me and my family, we were over here rotating, giving a word every week, you know, because we weren't gonna allow what was happening at a building to stop our, our growth and our faith and and bringing away like we it just it just that wasn't even an option you know what i'm saying i don't care i don't care what other people are doing i'm being the word for myself and i think so many people yes i think many people i think it's a a, it's different things it's like some people don't know necessarily how i think some people also lack the desire to truth Mm. be told Um, for whatever reason and they need to confront that right Um, because truth be told a lot of people don't feel like they need God and you know that's something I pray people work through
0: and that's right, the part and of truly the, the ministry about. that's not easy. It's, that's the part of the ministry that people back away from. That's when you get, oh, I, I, well, I don't know. Um, I, I used to serve this and I used to do this. And do this. that's the part of the ministry, as we talked about, that makes you want to hit your head over things. That's, that's the, the not easy part, the unpretty part, the nasty part of the ministry. That you really have to, like you said, be anchored into something pow- more powerful than yourself. when you're trying to preach to someone you You can't bring that out you can't tell anybody about you know atheists you can't tell anybody who's not you know where you are about what they (laughs) and, and, and not know about it god has something so powerful for the ones that are called and chosen it's something about being called and chosen yes I know, I know, I know you want more. I know you want more of this interview because this is dynamic and I will drop this interview tomorrow. So part three will release tomorrow, 3-11 uh, and I hope that you are enjoying this. Let me know. Give me feedback uh, on any major platform, PurposefulPlanLife Purposeful on Instagram, Facebook uh, Let me know what you thought about this interview and my beautiful cousin Dr. Juanita Mercer and just this whole devotional and maybe how you can use it in your church and maybe different things for you as well so let me know what your thoughts are even in parts one and two and again part three of this wonderful interview will drop tomorrow 3 11 and I hope that you will listen in and give me even more feedback like subscribe, and um, just Let me know, share on YouTube, major platforms as well. Let me know your thoughts. This is about you, us becoming more empowered each and every day. So whatever you can do to give me more feedback is how I can come back and inspire you. Love you listeners
1: and be blessed.